When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Vision Crypto. Enjoy today's show. Welcome to Real Vision Crypto. I'm Ash Bennington. I'm joined today by Jake Udell, founder and CEO of Metalink, to talk about NFTs, Web3, and the metaverse. Jake, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Ash. Appreciate it. It's great to have you here. Jake, before we get started talking about Metalink and what you guys are doing there, which I think is interesting, tell me a little bit about your background. You have an interesting background to start with. Yeah, uh, thanks Thanks for saying so. Uh, I've always been a community builder. You know, I, I started my first business when I was 13 years old, chasing athletes and celebrities outside their hotels, getting their autographs and selling them on eBay. And uh, we used to take cameras to our head to prove we actually got the autographs. So I should have invented the GoPro, but I was I wasn't that smart, <laughs> but um, you know I, I pivoted from there. I believed you know if you could do well with that, you could probably do well with anything um, financially at least. So I set out to uh, become a rapper, and then I pivoted from being a rapper. Love, luckily, every rapper has a side hustle, and mine was you know uh, was online marketing, <laughs> and so I pivoted to becoming a, a music manager, and so I managed all sorts of different recording artists, and then. Uh, I flew out for Spotify as I was a speaker at Spotify's 10th anniversary and kind of realized that human beings don't scale. So like music management uh, wasn't as interesting to me as actually technology. And so I pivoted again um, and joined community.com as their head of activation. Um, it's kind of like a MailChimp of text messaging. And at the time, they're, you know, they didn't really have any customers or anything like that. And so I got them their initial customer base and then we raised a lot of money, um, and then we wound up launching phone numbers for Barack Obama, Jennifer Lopez, Diddy. You know, if you've ever seen somebody on Instagram, be like, "Here's my phone number, text me." Uh, that was our company, and and then at some point, I realized uh, that the whole reason I was at Community was actually being solved by crypto, um, and that I needed to be in crypto, and that that was going to be really where I made my legacy. So here I am. Yeah, you know, a couple of really interesting threads there. It's Community. It's culture coming together, uh, as we said at the top of the show, about NFTs, uh, specifically Web3, uh, and increasingly the metaverse. Tell us a little bit about Metalink. What was the problem that you set out to solve? Yeah, great question. So I think that there was two trends that were going on at the same time that were really fascinating to me. Um, the first one was because community.com had grown you know, from zero to 27 million users in two years, I became really fascinated by conversational commerce. Uh, by the way, you know, recap for people who may not yeah. be familiar with community.com, what you guys yeah. did. So we went out and did direct deals with AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile to enable a million text messages to be sent from one 10-digit phone number in under three or four minutes. Um, so if you were a recording artist and you were going on tour, you know, you could say, hey, I'm going on tour. Here's the ticket link. And you could basically avoid the algorithms because uh, the phone number is the one true atomic unit of identity. You know, every five years, there's going to be another TikTok, another Instagram, another Twitter. They're going to have their own policies and algorithms. And over time, those platforms change and evolve. Like when I started, Facebook was all the rage. And now 
having a big Facebook following isn't even that relevant or important. And even though Facebook owns Instagram, you can't take your followers with you from Facebook to Instagram. And these are all things that I think that blockchain is going to solve, which I'm really excited about. But at mm. Community, we said, all right, the one way that you know you can reach your fans instantly and directly is through text message. So we went out and you know we did it for big celebrities I just mentioned. We also did it for corporate brands like White Claw, Weight Watchers, People Magazine, where we would allow them to reach their fans via text message. And so one of the things I became fascinated with is if somebody like Obama's new book was coming out, what if instead of sending an Amazon link, he could literally like send something where you could buy his book via text message, like literally without having to go to the World Wide Web um, or, or you know, having to open up your browser. You could literally just just do it right there. And I, th I thought that, um, you know, China had leapfrogged us in technology. They'd proven through WeChat the real power of conversational commerce. And I was wondering when that was actually going to come to America, because in America, we believe that WhatsApp, iMessage, uh, Messenger over here, PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App are over there, just completely segregated. And I believe that chat and payments are going to become synonymous with each other. And it made me start to believe that social and crypto were also going to be synonymous with each other. And I started to look at the way you know conversations were happening at those companies, the different uh, things publicly they'd put out, privately information you know, we had gotten about how they were thinking about those things. And I kind of realized that I did not believe that those companies were going to be at the center of conversational commerce. And it made me believe that even though the elephant in the room is that nobody needs another chat app, I started to think that the opportunity was big enough that just maybe it was worth going after. And so we did. And that was that was the one trend. There was another one, too, if you if you want to hear the other trend that kind of led to it. But that was that was one of yeah, the big please. ones. Yeah, the second one was uh, the decentralization of social media. So this idea that uh, you could take your followers with you from one platform to the next, that you could own your posts, own your social data. This was stuff that was you know, still in its big infancy right now. We talk about, um, and most of the time I'm sure we'll spend on this podcast, talking about the ownership of NFTs or the ownership of cryptocurrency and tokens. And everyone's talking about that, but nobody's really talking about the way that blockchain will be used to own this you know, personal social data and where we can actually own real estate uh, around the connections that we've made in the real world, in the metaverse, in a way that we just today do not own because they are owned by big tech companies. And that that was something that I just always had a problem with because if you are the Black Eyed Peas and you're playing at the Super Bowl and you have all these fans, but then two years later, Facebook doesn't let you reach these fans, that right. just never sat well with me. And I always thought that the artist, um, the small business should own their ability to reach their customers and their fans. Um, and I believe that, you know, blockchain will eventually solve that. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Yeah, social media platforms, especially Facebook slash Meta, have been very successful at monetizing uh, yes. ultimately the relationships uh, that exist peer to peer, uh, particularly, as you say, uh, between influencers, content creators, brands, uh, and their fans. Uh, however, left out of the loop, of course, is the capacity for people to monetize their own content and to monetize their own creative output. Absolutely. You know, I, I, they, they make all the rules, right? And um, I believe that 
they are, as a platform, they have that right. But I also believe you should have the ability to decide how your posts are used and decide how this data is used. And also, like I said before, own your followers, like literally own the ability to reach them is something that I'm just incredibly passionate about. And so the inspiration for MetaLink came from those two trends that I was noticing. Yeah, you know, in many ways, this conversation really is about the transformation of Web 2.0 to Web 3.0. Tell us a little bit about what your view is, how you define Web 3. Yeah, I think that, you know, Web 1 was how we interact with information. Uh, It was a recipe on a website. Web 2 was how we interact with each other, social media, e-commerce. And Web 3 is how we interact with value Um, and how, you know, how the actual, uh, you know, currency of things that we didn't know know even had a currency. Um, Like you look at Wikipedia and it's like, it's this free service, but in reality, I think it would be one of the most, it already is one of the most valuable uh, in in terms of page views in Web 2, but financially it's not one of the most valuable entities in the world. But in Web 3, there's sort of these different monetization mechanisms that we've never seen before and how people actually view value and can actually create value when the blockchain gets involved. And so I think... Web3 is sort of that, that change in how we think about value and aligned stakeholdership. You know, if you, are a, uh, if you are a customer of Target and you work at Target and you own a share of stock at Target, those things are probably coincidentally so. Whereas when you look right. at cryptocurrency in Web3, it's like I am a, uh, a builder on Ethereum, I own NFTs on Ethereum, I also own the Ethereum itself. Like you're, there's kind of this aligned stakeholdership that in Web 2 was never really possible or never really thought about, that tokens enable. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about the framework and the philosophy. Tell us a little bit about what MetaLink does today. Yeah. So MetaLink's goal is to be the most secure and easy way to talk, track, and eventually transact NFTs. Um, and so we started as a, just as a private chat app for CryptoPunks. We didn't know if anybody was going to join. I didn't really know any CryptoPunk owners at the time, so it was kind of nervous. Uh, at the beginning, and we put it out, and in the first 48 hours, over 15% of CryptoPunks joined and started chatting, and that mm-hmm. was sort of the beginning of, okay, maybe there's maybe there's something really here. This is kind of interesting, um, and so that was sort of the beginning, and we've kind of realized that we really want to make it easier for people to track their portfolios and the announcements around these NFT collections they own to kind of provide the signal through the noise for collectors uh, of NFTs in Web3. And that's really what we're focused on right now. We have our mobile app coming out uh, next month, and that's going to yeah. be a big, big push for us. Well, you know, here's what's interesting to me about what you guys are doing. It's the verifiability component mm. uh, of this. As you said earlier, uh, to answer your own question, uh, who needs another chat app? This idea, mm. uh, I know that I, I imagine people are listening, thinking, well, what's the difference uh, between yeah. what you guys are doing and Discord? Uh, talk a little bit about that verifiability component, because that I think is really the core of what's interesting here and what you're doing. Mm. Yeah, there were definitely some really key differentiation points. Uh, one was that you are signing in with your wallet. So right. you know you are verifying, hey, I actually own this CryptoPunk. If I don't own this CryptoPunk, it's not going to let me in the chat. And then I have to be one of my CryptoPunks in the CryptoPunk chat. And then most importantly is that you can click on any individual's username and see the NFTs that they own. So I think we were the, not I think, I mean, we were the first place on the internet where you could see what somebody owns and message them at the same time. That really hadn't been done before. Um, So, and then the other thing too is when you look at Discord, you're able to get like messages from anybody at any time or you have to just shut off your DMs completely. 
we just took the Twitter approach and created like a DM request inbox where you know you you are able to get these DMs in a separate inbox and then you're able to decide whether they enter your main inbox or not. Whereas Discord just has this like endless flow of random spam contest messages where you know you're one click away from getting hacked and losing your entire portfolio. You know, it's not like they're not the ones that when I say Discord has these, these are random people on Discord. Uh, it's not right. like Discord sending these messages, but this is the reality of, of playing on, on a Web2 platform like that. Whereas I think with Web3, we've kind of built in a way where we think it's going to be more sustainable long term for the way that we think about uh, digital asset ownership and how that creates access. Right now, today, it's to chat. You know, today, MetaLink is this 2D chat, but over time, we're actually building the 3D interoperability so that as you know, NFTs become so much more than they are today, right? Today, they're kind of, in many ways, overblown JPEGs with little to no utility. But over time, they're going to eventually embody our identity, our property, our access to the metaverse. And MetaLink right. wants to be there to empower the discovery and access of these experiences. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.